Cash, you've got breaking news last night on the Real America's Voice John Solomon Show, another blockbuster. And ladies and gentlemen, this shows you what the problem is. By the way, I think we got to kill that mic because it's getting uh, reverb. Um, the, the, you're seeing the uh, coup of the FBI and the DOJ, and now we have even more facts. Cash, tell us what happened. Yeah, so let's rewind the clock. So I was the chief investigator for Devin Nunes in Russiagate. We were exposing in 2017 Hillary paid for it, the corruption at the FISA court, the unlawful surveillance of President Trump. So that was a big enough story, right? The biggest criminal enterprise the FBI had ever perpetrated against a political enemy by breaking the justice system and using it to their advantage for partisan politics. What did we just learn five years later? That Google subpoenaed me, Devin Nunes is chief investigator for my personal phone records, my personal emails, and my personal credit card and financial information when I was exposing Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray for performing the Russiagate hoax. Not just me, another senior staffer as well. So Devin Nunes' two top lawyers, amongst other people, were subpoenaed by the Justice Department in 2017 because, as Devin put it last night, they wanted to go after him and us because we were exposing their corruption. Hold on, hold on. Let me get this right. The House Intelligence Committee, you were the senior counsel. They, the Justice Department went and got a basically a warrant to get your emails, your banking records, all your financial records, yep. your telephone uh, records. We don't know if there was a wiretap or not, but, but, but all that to track you and this other staffer. Here's the, what I understand. A guy named Donald J. Trump was president. That's his attorney general. Yeah. They have a regulation. The, did the Speaker of the House was Paul Ryan. Is the, is the chain of custody? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Did Paul Ryan notify the President of the United States or someone at the White House that they, because the Justice Department had to notify Paul Ryan, correct? Yeah, me as a former federal prosecutor, if you're going to go and surveil a member of the Gang of Eight and his staff, meaning the person who gets the most sensitive intelligence, because that's his job in Congress as the chairman of the Intel Committee, you have to go tell, the, the AG has to notify Congress's leadership, Paul Ryan, and, and somebody at the White House. But here's the thing with Paul Ryan. This is the guy that didn't want us to send out subpoenas for Russiagate. I had to fight him. Devin had to fight him. Paul Ryan is the same guy that in 2016, six months before the world ever knew about the Steele dossier, got it hand-delivered to him in private and never told me or Devin when we were running the Russiagate investigation. Wow. 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 Paul Ryan, now the board of directors of Fox News, right? Yeah. If Bowen. memory serves me correctly. <laughs> I want to ask you before we lose you, is there any doubt in your mind that there was a coup by the FBI and the Department of Justice? Because this, this discussion about Twitter has gotten off track, I think. The discussion on Twitter is about suppression of voice. And yes, it was definitely that. But it's deeper. It was an intelligence, intelligence operation and apparatus essentially controlled by the FBI and DOJ. Is there any doubt in your mind that there are elements of a rogue state inside our national security state and now the biomedical security state with vouching these guys that are like a government in and of themselves. There's no doubt in my mind, and Steve, I think you know this, I call all these guys government gangsters. Let me hear it, let me hear it, let me hear it. Zero this doubt. Is, this, is, this, is, this is the backbone of America right here. This is the backbone of America. These are not radicals. Right? Th th these are veterans. These are people who have been working every day of their lives. And you think right now there are elements of your government that are involved in their own way, like the Praetorian Guard. Are they going to select who's going to be president and what's going to happen? Any doubt in your mind? 
And here's what we got to do. Like you said, like Vivek said, we got to expose them, we got to educate them. So I'm labeling them all government gangsters. But here's the thing. I only found out five years later because Google sent me an email. It's not like the DOJ and FBI. Here's the questions you got to ask. Were chairmen and members of Congress subpoenaed and surveilled? Were other staffers? Was the media? Was my phone calls with private conversations? Remember, at the time they subpoenaed me too, they went so far back as to get my records when I was a terrorism prosecutor at the Department of Justice. These guys will never stop. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. All they care about is maintaining their status quo of power. Guys like Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray and Bill Barr, as long as it doesn't, as long as the cathedral doesn't fall on their watch, that's all they care about. You got to remember, the uh, always remember this point. I think Tucker played it again last night or the night before. Chris Ray and Bill Barr who are establishment Republicans who are kind of foisted on President Trump as this is what you need to, to, to square things away. They got the laptop from hell in December of 2019. They held on to it because, remember, in, in no, November, December of 2019, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders were actually more competitive than Joe Biden. Joe Biden finished fifth in Iowa. Joe Biden finished fourth in New Hampshire. No person in the history of democratic politics has ever finished fifth and fourth and survived, right? He survived because he was selected by the Praetorian Guard. And that Praetorian Guard is just as much establishment Republican as it is radical Democrat. Any doubt in your mind? No, and it's, and it's not just rampant at DOJ. It's rampant in the intelligence community. It's rampant at CIA with the likes of Gina Haspel, at NSA, at DOD with Chairman Milley and Lloyd Austin. And these people, there is a deep bench of deep staters that will replace these people if and when they decide to leave or retire, which they always do. And what we have to do, and which is why War Room's the greatest show in America, is because it exposes the deep staters on a daily because, basis. Because of you, because of this audience. They fear you. We're going to get to that in a second. Cash, you were a federal prosecutor specifically going after terrorists. Do you think you could collect enough information if you had access to it to actually go prosecute these government gangsters? Yes, and that's what we're working on right now. I mean, this story just broke. Devin Nunes, you know, you guys thought that Devin Nunes and I, nobody knew who we were five years ago, and we were just going to take a knee. That man didn't roll over. Steve Bannon didn't roll over. Now we are just starting this fight. We, Devin Nunes is going to file a lawsuit. I am going to file a lawsuit. Now we are right. going to get to the bottom of this all and right. put out all the information for the American people. But this is, this is the story. The omnibus bill was dropped last night, 4,200 pages. $87 billion for Ukraine and other things, uh, $1.7 trillion without the full funding costs in there, totally unpaid for, but it takes away the leverage to be able to go into DOJ and FBI right now and say, hey, here's how much money you get, zero, until we get to the bottom of Russiagate and we get to the bottom of all of it, right? What we need is not an investigation or a lawsuit, we need a military tribunal on this. You guys agree? Do I have the positive? The real America voice right here. Cash, how do people get to you? Uh, the well, books, everything. Yeah. Because this is just gear getting geared up with Devin Nunez yourself. This is going to be massive in 2023. Yeah, look, I've always said from the beginning, all roads lead back to Russiagate, including the Twitter files and everything else. I'm uh, at Cash on Truth Social, only place you'll ever find me. And if you want a really simple version for your kids during the holidays, I wrote Russiagate for Kids. Go to plotagainstthekeng.com. It. It's a number one bestseller thanks to Donald Trump and Steve Bannon. And I wrote it at a level that even watermelon 
Melonhead could understand. So <laughs> no, 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 go no, get no. a copy no, for that. No, no, hey, I learned a lot and I was in the middle of it. So hold it, hold it, hold it. Remember, it wasn't just, and here's the reason. Why they go after Trump? Because of you. N not in the room, not in the deal. That's DC, right? Trump not only put you in the room, he put you at the head of the table, right? We've had two stolen elections, as I think the great Charlie Kirk said yesterday. We've had two stolen elections, not just 2020, they stole 2016. The whole, the whole process, I call it the nullification process started day one. The whole Russiagate thing, the railhead of that is to make sure the administrative state and its rogue element, the deep state, was to sit there and go, okay, they surprised us, they came out of nowhere, we didn't get Hillary, but we're going to chop block this from the very first seconds of the very first when he was president-elect. They stole two elections. Are you prepared to sit there and take it? If we roll over, do we have a country? Cash Patel, you're Thanks, a hero you. and a warrior. Appreciate One it. more time, how do you get to social media? Uh, at, at Cash on Truth Social and PlotAgainstTheKing.com for your holiday stocking stuffers and everything I do is at FightWithCash.com. We're having a lot of fun, Steve. Okay, brother. Okay. Warning. The Root, The Root, The Root's on fire. You're about to experience the most high-octane, pedal-to-the-metal controversial show of your life. Please buckle up and hold on tightly. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, with America's favorite conservative rock star, direct from the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. What time is it? It's time for War! Here's your host, 100% raw truth, 100% American-made, the warrior, Wayne Allen Root. All right, Wayne Allen Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. Welcome. All right, three big news stories, actually four big news stories today. Four big news stories. Number one is this Title 42 that I told you last week could be the end of the United States of America. Not only could be, I think is the end of America. I've said this so many times. Um, you know, the open border in the last two years is already the end of America. This is the final nail in the coffin. Millions and millions of people are going to come pouring through like tomorrow. But all of a sudden, Justice John Roberts of the U.S. Supreme Court comes riding in like John Wayne with a white hat and puts it on hold as of literally hours ago. It's on hold. The Supreme Court's going to look at the case and it's on hold. But do I have great faith they're going to rule in our favor? These people are all bought and sold as far as I'm concerned. They're all owned by someone, whether it's China or the Mexican drug cartel or the corporations and the lobbyists and the lawyers. They're all owned by someone. And these people, meaning the, the House, the Senate, the Supreme Court, they're all the same. The President of the United States, the Biden crime family, they're all owned by someone. I believe China's putting so much money into American politics. They dump it in offshore accounts, and you're rich for the rest of your life, filthy rich if you vote their way, and you sell out the American people. John Roberts, to me, is the worst of all of them. He is the biggest disappointment in the history of the Supreme Court. He is not a conservative. He doesn't rule our way most of the time. On key issues, he's never with us. So if he's the one that stayed it, in my opinion, that, that held it up, this Title 42, hold on, we're on hold, we're going to look at this. It's a head fake. It's a trap. They're going to come back and he's going to vote for the end of Title 42. 
and he'll show how fair he was. See, I'm not a bad guy. I held it up. But eventually he'll vote for it. So don't think that you know we're safe now. It's not true. I don't trust this guy as far as I can spit. And I can spit a pretty long way. But I don't trust him even half that far. John Roberts is dirty as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he voted uh, for Obamacare twice. He voted for uh, not including, he wouldn't allow the question in the census, are you an American citizen? Is that so offensive? It's the most simple question in the world. And by the way, it didn't even say, it wasn't like he was voting that you can't ban someone from being part of the census, which should be if you're not an American citizen. Of course you should be banned. But he wouldn't even allow us to ask a question of an illegal alien who's participating in the census, and he's not stopping you from participating. He's saying the question is so offensive to ask if you're an American citizen. This is what you're dealing with. So if you believe John Roberts on our side, I've got a bridge to sell you in, in Brooklyn, but or a bridge in Las Vegas over the Atlantic Ocean, more, more likely. So this is the end of America if they let Title 42 end. And right now you got a temporary reprieve. But I just don't trust that this will be a permanent retrieve. I don't trust the Supreme Court. All right. The other big news story is the FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars to help steal the 2020 election. I don't mean to say I told you so, but I told you so. I'm the only host who has put his neck on the line, his neck on the chopping block for two years now telling you the election is stolen, and I'm not saying the only host who said that. Some hosts have said that. Not many. Not many, but I've been out there from day one and never gave up and never changed my mind and never took a bribe. The election was stolen. But I believe it was from mail-in ballots and ballot drop boxes and ballot harvesting and no voter ID. A lot of ways it was stolen. And five states coordinating on election night to, uh, to stop the vote, stop the vote count. The election was stolen in a myriad of ways. But now we know the FBI helped steal the election. The FBI not only went to Twitter and every other social media and every other media. You know they went to the New York Times. You know they went to the Washington Post. You know they went to ABC, NBC, CBS. You know they went to MSNBC, CNN. But they went to Fox News and Newsmax too. I guarantee you. And they offered them money to steal the election, suppress information negative to Biden. I can tell you right now, I'm a witness that for a year and a half before the 2020 election, a year and a half, I had the number one show on Newsmax TV. And the owner of Newsmax and the top executives at Newsmax for a year and a half kept screaming at me, yelling at me, and demanding that I stop badmouthing Joe Biden. Why would the why would the heads and owners of the of a huge conservative TV network be mad at me for saying that Joe Biden is brain dead and suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's? Why would a conservative network have a problem with me saying that? And the answer is they're all on the take. Everybody's in on it. Bad news. And the government is actually paying for it. The FBI is paying for it. So we now know because Elon Musk is is releasing all the Twitter information. We now know that the FBI paid three point, what's the number? $3.4 million. $3,415,000. Let's be exact, 323. <laughs> where, where that extra $3 comes from, I don't know. Or that extra 23, or that extra $323. Why, you know, why not just pay 3.4 million or round it up to 3.5? But they paid 3.415323. So almost $3.5 million to Twitter for the hours that Twitter executives were forced to work hand-in-hand -hand with the FBI to suppress 
bad news for Biden and the Biden laptop and suppress any good news about Trump. So you don't think they paid the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, uh, Newsmax, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS? Of course they did. The FBI and the United States government doled out money to everybody. They all should be charged with treason. This is treason against the United States of America. But who's going to arrest them? You know, normally you'd go, well, the FBI will arrest them. Who's going to arrest the FBI? I've said this for years now. You know, how do you arrest the police chief of a town? Well, only the FBI could do it. It's the only people above the police chief. If there was no FBI and the police chief was dirty, who would make the arrest of the police chief in a town when he's in charge of the police? Well, the FBI are in charge of the whole country. Who's going to arrest the head of the FBI? Who's going to arrest the head of the DOJ, Merrick Garland? These people are criminals. What do you call the government and government agencies paying to suppress good information about Republicans and negative information about Democrats? The election was stolen. I was right about everything. And the same people, the same people lied about COVID and the COVID vaccine and got you killed. Got how many millions of people killed and injured over the COVID vaccine and also COVID because they wouldn't allow ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc to be mentioned or you're some sort of criminal. These people are criminals guilty of treason and guilty of mass murder. It's the same people. Uh, some more news. COVID origins may have been tied to China's bioweapons program, says a House Republican report, and the virus spilled over to the human population. You know, seriously, did I not say this for two years? You, you don't need these reports. You don't need investigative journalists. You need Wayne Root's gut instincts. I said this for two years now. It was a bioweapon. It was developed in Chinese biowarfare labs. It was released purposely into the human population to destroy the United States under Donald Trump. He was beating the Chinese badly in the trade wars, beating the crap out of them. Their country was going to go under. Their economy was going to collapse. They felt it was going to lead to revolution and the people would have overthrown the communist government. And so they were desperate and they released it to destroy the economies of the West. I said this from day one and I turned out to be right again. How many things should you be right about? And I was right about the COVID vaccine. I'm telling you the same FBI and the same government paid media to never say, allow a bad word to be said about the COVID vaccine. German data analyst reveals data from health insurance in Germany shows a four times increase in sudden deaths following COVID vaccine rollouts. Folks, I call this from day one. And I'm not saying that like, you know, as a J1, like a long time ago. I mean, from the first day, I told all my fans, don't take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. But unlike government, you can never get me in trouble. You can never sue me. I never I never put a gun to your head and said, you can't have the vaccine. I said, it's my personal advice and recommendation. Just wait. Wait and make sure that the tests, the trials, and the and the uh, literally the final results don't show that people are dying, people are crippled, people are disabled, people are sick, and this thing's a disaster. And guess what? I was right. And then as soon as the first VAERS reports came out, I started telling people, this is a disaster. The program needs to be suspended. Do you know I was looking up last night because Steve Kirsch is a friend of mine. He's doing a story on the first people who warned everybody. And I said, I don't know about doctors, but in the entire country, I am the absolute first and only 
TV and radio host who stuck his neck on the wall on the line, stuck his balls on the line, literally by cojones. They could have been chopped off. I could have lost all my shows. I told everyone the election is stolen and the COVID vaccine is deadly and people are dying. And nobody else is willing to say it. I was the only one and I was right. And all the data's out, people are dying all over the world. The deaths are just exploding. I think it was, wasn't it Friday that I reported? Or maybe I haven't even reported yet. They all blend, right? Did I report this on Friday or I didn't even talk to you about it yet? Maybe it happened over the weekend. The guy who ran Canada's vaccine program to make sure everyone in Canada got vaccinated, 35 years old, died suddenly. I think it was over the weekend. I don't even think I've talked to you about that. He died suddenly. The number one guy in Canada's vaccine program, 35 years old, dropped dead suddenly. Duh, why do you think that happened? Scary times, folks. Root for America is my website, it's my control center. Root for America, and you can reach me anytime. You can email me, wayneroot at gmail.com. And now Twitter, I'm back on Twitter as of Friday. Go to at real Wayne Root at Twitter, at real Wayne Root, and join now. We'll be right back. So coming up, we've got Dr. Peter McCullough, who is one of the great doctors in America, an internist and a cardiologist. And from the first day, like me, he was very skeptical of the COVID vaccines. And from the first day, he was telling everybody, danger, 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 like a neon blinking light in Las Vegas. And uh, he is world-renowned expert on the efficacy and safety of the COVID vaccines. And he'll tell you they have no safety and no efficacy. And I did an interview with him on my Real America's Voice TV show on Saturday. And we're going to run that interview right now because it's so important and groundbreaking. I wanted you all to see it right here on Lindell TV. So without further ado, we've got Dr. Peter McCullough coming up. Chris, how much time we have? All right. Chris McCullough. Uh, Chris, we've got Dr. Peter McCullough right now. Listen and learn and tell your friends and family and neighbors about the dangers of the COVID vaccine. Go. All right, we've got our guest with us, Dr. Peter McCullough. He's a world-renowned doctor, a world-renowned internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist, an expert on the safety and efficacy of the COVID vaccine. I would dare say there is no safety or efficacy. He's the author of the book, The Courage to Face COVID-19, and you can find more at his website, Courage to Face COVID. .com. Dr. Peter McCullough, great honor to have you on. How are you? Wayne, it's great to be back on. It's great to see you storming back on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as of today. You were on as of two days ago. And I was at zero this morning, followers. And, and I, you convinced me to go look right now. It's been about two hours. I'm already up to 111,000 followers. So it's moving fast. You and I are headed for a million, my friend. You're going to beat me. I predict you're going to skyrocket to a million because of your popularity. And as a media commentator, your courage to call this out when you saw it, that is the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccine. Thank you. But you and I have both have a lot of courage. We've both been canceled. I've lost jobs. I've lost, uh, you know, I was banned for life by Twitter. I've been shadow banned everywhere else. You have lost your medical license. Is that not correct? No, my medical license is still intact, but I am in the process of being decertified. I'm being stripped of my medicine, residency, and, 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 and fellowship. That's six years of my life, uh, multiple board certifications, exams, uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars 
I, I won't be able to contract with insurances anymore, hold hospital privileges. I'll have a permanent black mark against me. Uh, this is all because I testified in the Texas Senate. That's where most of the objections came from, from the American Board of Internal Medicine. It's astonishing uh, that a doctor who becomes a public figure, and I've been precise with the data. Everyone knows I cite the studies exactly that, in fact, now I'm being stripped of my profession. Terrible, terrible thing, but we all love you. We all appreciate everything you've done for all of us to try and save lives and set the record straight and, and, and overcome the gaslighting and the brainwashing and the propaganda, which is like Gestapo level or Soviet or Cuba or Venezuela level in the United States. Incredible. Do you think you and I will now have the freedom to say whatever we need to say on Twitter? Do you think this will be a new tolerant environment? You know, we'll have to see. There's been uh, so much breaking information. American First Legal has had a FOIA case and documents have been flowing out. And we were astonished to learn that Twitter had set up a secret government portal and that government uh, agencies and, and various uh, uh, entities could actually get lists of Twitter users, spread sheets, uh, begin to analyze what people were saying, all kinds of analytics. Uh, Twitter was regularly meeting with the CDC uh, and, uh, and, you know, lots of commentary where Twitter is saying they're trying to move people to closer to taking the vaccine. Um, uh, this is uh, absolutely astonishing. We, uh, <clears throat> Elon Musk today identified nine people, journalists who he thought that were doxing him. That means they were giving out his personal location to get his child him. killed, to get his child hurt or killed. They were giving the location of his child. These people are sick in the head, Peter. All right, look, unfortunately, the time constraints, right? I want to make sure we get the important stuff out. First of all, you believe the vaccines, the mass vaccination program um, is backfiring. More people are getting sick. More people are getting the flu. More people are getting COVID. More people hospitalized. More people dying. Floor is yours. It's true. Uh, all data systems now, even the U.S., which has uh, has been very slow to report on this, majority of people uh, who get COVID and who die, which is now relatively small numbers compared to last year, are indeed fully vaccinated. It's worse than that. Uh, vaccination has been related now to increases in total mortality. A British uh, insurer is reporting 2021, as soon as I started the vaccines, there's been a giant increase in death. And all the causes of death, Wayne, that we're seeing uh, reported now in a mass scale are attributable to the vaccine. A recent autopsy study from Schwab and colleagues showed of those found dead at home within 20 days of taking the vaccine, the vast majority had heart damage or blood clots caused by the vaccine. Right. And I've seen tons of stats out of out of England, not out of America. They don't seem to want to put them out. But out from the English government and their version of the CDC, that conclusively show not only are deaths way up, but that the people who die are almost all vaccinated. And then among the unvaccinated, deaths aren't up at all. So this is this is literally concrete evidence. If you're unvaccinated, everything's the same as normal. Some people die, some don't. Some get sick, some don't. But if you are vaccinated, elevated, dramatically elevated levels of death and injury. I mean, I, I don't know how much more evidence somebody needs to see. But let's ask about your book. Last, we got about three minutes. I want to make sure the courage to face COVID-19, preventing hospitalization and death while battling the biopharmaceutical complex. In about two minutes, give me the major revelations, a few bullet points from your book. 
This is, uh, I think, probably the best written book in COVID. It's written by a best-selling author, John Leake, and it's a nonfiction narrative. It's a true story. Every single bit of it really happened, uh, but it tells it in the format of a page-turning story uh, about how doctors like myself, key players in the White House who reached out to me, those in the U.S. Senate, how we tried to bring early treatment to patients with acutely sick with COVID-19, and how the government and Big Pharma worked to suppress early treatment to advance the vaccines. It's incredible. I mean, I, I actually have started using the word mass murder, and I hate to use that word because it sounds too hysterical, but it's really not. If they knew that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and vitamin D3 worked, if you get it in there early when you first get sick and they refused to let anyone have it and they made you take a vaccine that makes you sicker and they knew that, too. I don't know how else you describe this except mass murder. These are some evil people, Peter. It's true. One of the worst examples is remdesivir. The WHO in November right. 2020 said, do not use remdesivir. It doesn't reduce mortality, causes kidney injury and liver injury. And the United States actually put a bonus on this. HHS incentivized hospitals to give a drug that doesn't work. In fact, some people causes fatal liver and kidney injury. It couldn't be worse, Wayne. No, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And there's cases in Nevada where I live. We've had them on my show. Relatives have come on where they, they had a, an actual standing order with their relative in the hospital. Do not give them remdesivir. And they gave it to them and they quickly died. I, I don't know what you call that other than mass murder, but scary, scary stuff. I got sick with COVID. I took ivermectin, lots of vitamins. I was better in 48 hours and I was fine by the third day. So to me, it's a little cold. Thank God. All right, we got to run. Peter, you're a hero. Your courage uh, inspires all of us. Make sure everybody goes to his website, CourageToFaceCovid.com, and get a copy of his book, Courage to Face COVID-19. Dr. Peter McCullough, God bless you. All right, Wayne the Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. Welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, Peter McCullough and I together, him as a doctor, I as a broadcaster, nobody was braver, more courageous, stuck our reputations and our lives on the line, stuck our hands right on the chopping block to be chopped off to tell everybody how dangerous this vaccine was for the first day. So good guy, Peter McCullough, good guy. And both of us have been proven right on everything, every single data. If you weren't with me at the beginning of the show, the data is out from Germany. It shows four times increase in death as soon as the COVID vaccines came out. People are dying left and right, and they're not dying of COVID. It's got nothing to do with COVID. As a matter of fact, you hear them now blaming long COVID. Well, I'd love to challenge you guys. Every person that dies of quote unquote long COVID, let's find out what percentage of them are vaccinated. I'll bet it's close to 100%. And all the people who don't die of long COVID just happen to be unvaccinated. All the unvaccinated friends of mine are healthy as could be. I'm healthy as a horse. I've never felt better in my life. And all the people who are vaccinated are sick and coughing and they got COVID again for the 9,000th time and they've got the flu, influenza, and they've got stomach problems, they got cancer, they got heart disease, they got myocarditis, they got strokes, they got blood clots, they've got shingles. It's unbelievable. Everybody who's sick is vaccinated. Everyone who's healthy as a horse is unvaccinated. What a coincidence. What a quinky dink. Wow. So um, it's the perfect time to talk about the COVID vaccine 
Um, the FDA finally admits the Pfizer COVID vaccine causes blood clots. When will they admit it causes myocarditis? When will they admit it causes cancer? When will they admit it causes strokes? When will they admit it causes all forms of heart disease and heart attacks and people are dying left and right? But so the good news is they finally admit the Pfizer COVID vaccine causes blood clots. They did it um, in testimony, testimony. Pfizer's president of international developed markets, Janine Small, admitted that uh, the vaccine has never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission. And during the hearing, when asked by Dutch politician if the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested uh, on stopping the transmission of the virus, she record- responded while smiling that uh, no, uh, they've never done it. No, we've never done it. Forcing people to get a vaccine that uh, all the things they claim were lies. And uh, then they had to admit that it causes, it absolutely causes blood clots. And those blood clots cause strokes and heart attacks. Uh, I don't know how many ways I can say I told you so. Here's a new poll by Rasmussen. Seven out of ten Americans who say they've received the COVID vaccine, 34% of them, said they experienced minor side effects, while an astounding 7% reported major side effects in the COVID vaccine. You go, well, that doesn't sound like much. 7%, that's 12 million Americans suffered major side effects from the COVID vaccine. 12 million! And the thing you got to understand is, that's so far... What happens when next year it's another 7% and the year after another 7%? What happens if it starts cascading and instead of 7% next year it's 14%? That'd be another 24 million plus 12 million, 36 million sick people from the vaccine. Wow, scary stuff. When we get back, I'll be here live for uh, hour number three on USA Radio. I'll tell you about the Canadian death surge from the vaccine and the Australian death surge from the vaccine and the top eight real events that most Americans would swear were conspiracy theories, except they're already happening right now. I'll have all of that for you when we get back. I want to remind you that's the end of Lindell TV, but this show replays every night on Brighteon TV. How do you find that? Brighteon.tv. That's uh, uh, Mike Adams has Natural News, a great website. And he started Brighteon Radio and TV. And my show is on both Brighteon Radio and Brighteon TV. Go to Brighteon.tv and watch this show at 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, every single night, repeated from Lindell TV. I'm Wayne Alaroot. Have yourselves a great night. I'm back now on USA Radio Live. We'll be right back. <laughs> 